This is part two, how to study. Good and effective studying can be broken down into four steps. One, find a place to study. Two, make a study timetable. Three, work out how you learn best. Four, practice and check and practice again. We'll now look at each of these in more detail. One, find a place to study. Many study books and guides will tell you that the ideal place to study is in a well-ventilated room at a dining table in the lounge away from the phone. However, that isn't practical for everyone. And, more importantly, this isn't appropriate or comfortable for everyone. Some of the best learners do their work on the bedroom floor, or in the library, or when they go into the grand's house. You should study where you want, where you feel comfortable, and where you think you can do your best. However, here are some points to bear in mind when you're choosing where to study. Have a chat with the rest of your family. Tell them you need a quiet place to study and see where they recommend. That way, they will know to give you space and a little peace. Find a place where you can get all your stuff together so that if you need more paper or pens or books, then they're close to hand. Make a study place somewhere different. That way, you're there. That way that when you're there, you and your family will know that you're there to work. It also means that when you take a break, you can go somewhere else. Keep your study place tidy. When you're working, get all your books and study stuff together and get stuck in. When you're finished, take a break, tidy it away and keep it handy for next time. Decide how you want your study place to be. Many people like silence. Some people like music. Some people like a TV. Many people could not study with a TV, whether, whereas others really like it. So find an effective place to study. Experiment with your study place. Work at the best seating position. Work at the best time of day. Work at how quiet or noisy it will be. Decide what conditions you need to work in. This is your office. Make it work for you. Number two, make a study timetable. Of all the advice in this book, this item is the most important. Every person can pass exams and aim for success if they put the effort in. The one thing that no one can control is time. However, what you can do is plan how to use your time wisely. Here are a few pointers. You must not study one subject for five hours in a row. We're all human. No one can work that hard for that long. You must not study for five minutes. It isn't long enough to take in all the info you need. The best thing to do is study for 45 minutes. Take a 10 minute break, then study for 45 minutes again. Repeat this cycle, but do different tasks and subjects or you'll get bored. Write a study planner or timetable. In school you're used to writing in your homework diary and using your timetable. Now write your own so that you know what work to do, when to do it and when to take a break. Study timetable. Have a look at the study timetable on page 9. The steps below show how, show how it was written. 1. Take a whole week and break it down into boxes. 2. In each box, start with things that you have to do. For example, if you have to walk the dog, have dinner, go to the dentist, etc. Number 3. Write in a few treats. If you have a favourite TV programme, put that in. A treat is a good reward for hard work. It's a bit like getting paid for doing work. Put in the effort and you'll get rewards. 4. Fill in general subject areas in the boxes, English, maths, etc. 5. Step back and have a look at your timetable. 6. Do you have enough slots for each subject? Do you have enough treats? Do you have too many treats? This outline will break down your week and help you use your time. Next, we'll look at how you study and what you actually do in each slot. 
And page number 10 shows an example of a study planner.